rolling, rolling. Hello, welcome back to the DNE podcast. Hello, hello. This is episode six. Uh, my name is Eamon. I'm Dan, and welcome back. Yeah, we saw in the analytics that we have someone in Brussels listening to us, which is pretty epic. Yep, and some people in America as well, which is cool. Yeah, just considering this is the sixth episode of just two Aussie fellas sitting downstairs recording. It's know, pretty cool. Very confused too how you found us. So, <laughs> would be actually very interested to know how that happened. <laughs> how you can contact us? No idea. Yes. <laughs> we will have Instagram at some point, so... Yes, we were thinking of starting up an, an Instagram uh, at, at the DNE podcast. Yeah, just uh, just so we can show you guys, I guess, our janky setup, so... Yeah, let you know when episodes are coming out, you know, if you want to message us about things that you'd like to hear... Happy to take suggestions. Um, We'll we'll probably have that up by the time the episode comes out, I'd say. Some feedback would be nice as well, so always welcome to it. But to the episode. Yes, 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 yes. So number six. Don't know what to talk about, like all of our episodes, we kind of... Yeah. I mean, we always start with a little something, something, but um, this time around, we actually don't have anything to begin with, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Oh, well. How was your day, Dan? My day was very interesting, actually. Mm. So, <laughs> we already talked about this, so I'm just going to give it another rundown. Pretty nice one. I went out last night and got way too intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I lost my phone. <laughs> you just skimmed over the best part. Man slept on the side of a building on the street. <laughs> I did. That was the first time in my life. <laughs> I did. Not the last? Well, I don't know. Can't see the future, so we'll see. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully the one and only. A part of me wants to sleep on the side of the street, just for the... Very stoic of you. For the funny of it, I reckon. <laughs> I don't want to lose my phone like you, though. That was... <laughs> That's fair. That is. That was the... The worst part, I guess. That's less than ideal. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I, following that today was pretty good, actually. I really enjoyed it, and I took a bit away from last night, if I'm honest. Um, a big thing... There were a few big teaching moments, I guess, and it's actually funny to look back on it now because um, the first one would probably be just listening to gut feeling and how the universe is sort of like talking to you and warning you about things. Um, I felt beforehand that I shouldn't go and I didn't know why mm. and I still went and still had fun, to be fair. I, I can have fun anywhere. All of us can. Results in the... Yeah, lost my phone, got way too drunk, which I it wasn't something that I've been planning to do in a very long time, so... Yeah, I've had these the same, like... Uh what you call it? intuition where it's like oh dude this is gonna be boring or something see I don't know is that mindset though is that just going into something with a poor attitude but it, I didn't go to it to, with a bad attitude it was just yeah. a off feeling and should have had followed honestly it wasn't pessimism it was just a gut feeling it's different than being like oh I don't know about this it's just like yeah. you just have that feeling but you still run it 
Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. I think I felt the same feeling. I'm yeah. Trying to reflect and be like, I wonder if I could have told myself I was wrong. But yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't laziness or anything of the sort. You know, sometimes you feel lazy and you're like, oh, I really don't want to go socialize because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't be bothered. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna derail the conversation a little bit. Uh-huh. I had an interesting thing that. I, I want to try to, and I think it'd be cool if you did too. The the idea of making a video for when you die. Uh-huh. So, like, a video that's only seen af- after you die. And I think I was listening to a podcast, <laughs> and it was, he was, like, saying that it's interesting to, ad- to address people having left the physical realm yourself. And he said for him, it was very like a very real moment to address the fact that this ends. Okay. <laughs> and like meditating on the idea of, of death. I'll, I don't know. I figured I'd put it out there. See what your thoughts would be. Because I think... That like, is really interesting. I want to try it. I reckon it would be... I mean, even if the video just lives on my computer forever. I think it would, yeah, make the idea that life ends a bit more real. Uh, that's fair I've been coming I've actually become pretty acceptable of the idea ever since meditations honestly it's become a lot easier to take on <laughs> see I agree I agree until I heard this thought and then I sat down and I was like okay what would I say in this hmm. and then I'm like wow I don't really want to die <laughs> deep well no one wants to well, it just happens not really a wants to or doesn't want to right no, that's that's the that's the strange debate it's not not really your choice that you're gonna die or not it will happen it will happen it will happen yeah. and it's if you really think about it you spend more time not existing than existing so why is there fear on that yeah well depending what you believe you in to happen I guess is why I fear but like yeah uh, well yeah I agree it's, it's a it's a scary thought of like where do you go because I, I guess we don't well I don't I don't really have a religion or a belief so in a way I don't really have anything that I believe that's going to happen after death so it, no. it, if you think about it it's just darkness and nothingness yeah well I guess like what happened before we were born yeah like, like I can't remember anything no, me neither. And that's that's why I'm saying probably reflects to what religion you have as well. Um, but whatever it is, honestly, it just it just happens. For all we know, we may actually even come back to life. Who knows? <laughs> I think that's what I believe. That's Buddhism. I, I think I believe in reincarnation. I think I believe in something of a Buddhist nature. That would be nice. But with no rational thought behind it, I think I've just kind of always believed that i mean death doesn't feel very rational huh? if you really think about it, it is but just, i mean it's just how everything lives but it's just the natural cycle of things yeah but it is a very interesting thought it's very it's literally the end so you have ends of things and then you have the end <laughs> like the end of you yeah, like you terminate your existence, which is 
very very interesting yeah and see and that's what i think well i mean i'm yet to try i reckon recording this video will make it very real yeah that this will end because currently i guess i just walk around just living day to day like it's never gonna end i think about death quite often so mm-hmm. yeah i had pretty um pretty big existential crisis um genuinely mostly during very peaks of stress it's just like those thoughts come to my mind where i'm like why do i do why am i doing this why is this worth it yeah i was thinking this a couple of days ago really mm. just like i guess out of nowhere you're just like why do anything <laughs> i mean i like the idea that we had about like the just it's beautiful because you do it even when it has no inherent meaning i but love like, that mm-hmm. but it is wild to think that like yeah i guess i could just do nothing yeah life would go on and then you know the death is meaningless that's when i quickly go back to that eternal being thing we have lived not that long <laughs> oh we have not no and like we're already reaching these conclusions <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it's grounding i mean like look i don't think about it all the time mm. and i truly like i truly love that one the it's beautiful because you do it even without me yeah you find purpose in it yep i love that no i think i'm gonna try to do this to do this video i can go for it it sounds like a cool thing to do i might do it (laughs) might (laughs) it just sounds like an. i'll let you know (laughs) (laughs) you better not show me that yeah true Uh, only 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 when you die yes i'll show you when i die I'll, I'll murder you just, just so I can see the video. That's that's cool. I'm chill with that. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the video, I'm going to put like, I hope Dan didn't kill me or something. I don't know why I think about death for so long. I've, I've, I've um, contemplated death since very young age. Um, I remember this really, um, I guess now it's deep, but at the time it made sense. Um, this conversation with my brother when we were like very young and my parents were there as well so mm. um, it was just interesting to be having that conversation that early in life I guess like usually your parents are trying to like introduce you into some religion rather or like not even <laughs> talking about it yeah I mean rather yeah. than just giving you a like philosophical question of are you afraid of death <laughs> Wow, my parents never launched <laughs> that type of stuff onto me. I don't well, think ever, really. Well, I don't really know how it came to be. I just remember the conversation itself. Just happening. Yeah, like, we're talking about, like, we, Dad has an island, has a house on an island in Brazil. Yeah. And um, we were just talking about, like, oh, what if there was a tsunami and it came, right? And it just, <laughs> it's nothing you can do. It's just literally yeah. nature versus you. <laughs> yeah and you're very unlikely to survive but you can but unlikely (laughs) yeah um and i remember john talking about it and he's like terrified of it very scared of the idea of death i think because he was a bit older as well and understood a bit better i was still younger and still didn't understand so like "Uh, i don't care it, it wasn't i don't care it was sort of like I didn't know how to answer it. I just didn't understand it very well. And I guess I still don't. No. 
I don't think we ever will. No, I mean, <laughs> we will. <laughs> well, <laughs> when it's too late. <laughs> we will, I understand it. But, like, I don't know how our human brains grasp that. If it's a complete absence of it. But we'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's a deep one. I like that definitely more acceptable of it though I actually kind of like the idea of death nowadays <laughs> yeah I definitely yeah. don't I, no. I mean I mean look I don't want to I definitely like love the life I've lived me too and there's no point getting anxious over the future and if I won't like it so I love my life I'm not saying accepting death means like I would like to kill myself it's just like I'm okay with the idea of it because I have no control over it. So it doesn't... I'm okay with the idea of it. I just, again, I think this... I'll, I'll make the video, but like, I mm. think it's going to make it a bit more real. Okay. That, that life is finite. Because I know it. I say it, but I don't feel it. I don't know. Difference. Let me know if you change your mind on it. Maybe. Maybe. Sit down, me- meditate about death. Meditate about the world without you interesting would be interesting I do like the whole philosophical idea of you die people forget about you you one day just don't exist on anyone's minds there's something I I'm not going to be able to pull it up very interesting Mm -hmm. we need a guy like all the other podcasts bro where they just have like Gary look look this up (laughs) while we continue to talk (laughs) there's but there's something about the lifespan of people's names Mm. So it's like if you did an amazing painting, you're an amazing artist, it's like how long that name stayed around for before they died in speech mm-hmm. or in people's memories as such. Because it's like you'll live on in your child's memory and like most probably they'll talk to their children about their grandfather or something. Mm-hmm. It's like how many generations down are you forgotten? No. No, that's what I mean. I wish I could pull it up. It's interesting, actually, to think about one thing. With the internet now, all your things will stay behind. Yes, yes. And we're, and we're the first generation. Yeah. To have this. Yeah. Actually, well, first generation that were born into it. Well, Our parents can do it as well now, but they wouldn't have their entire lives in it. Yeah. yeah. See, and I think this is the saying similar things in the podcast about, like, this video is, like, there's going to be a last tweet a last facebook post a last something and like maybe the video will help <clears throat> dull your last words if they're bad you know mm-hmm. like uh, it'll leave a good final taste on your life here but that's super fair <laughs> but no too, i do find it funny that you're trying to sell it very no, very I'm, hardly I'm, but well, i know i'm i don't yeah <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm pretty know, acceptable know, it of sounds, it. It sounds, it sounds like I'm trying to sell it. But I, just, I just believe it's a good idea without even having done it yet. So It sounds like a good idea. And I think you should seven, try it. Episode 7, I'll, I'll, I might reference whether or not it was a yes. good thing in hindsight or not. Please um, do. <laughs> Hopefully it's not something that will make you more distressed about something that you don't have control over. No. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it brings a bit of peace. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon so. But I guess the extension of what we were just talking about, about social media, um, I was 
thinking in the car the other day. Mm. We are also the first generation where it's like if you wanted to go for, I guess, presidency, right? Not going to happen unless, but, or a high position role somewhere where it's like people can dig up your entire past. Yeah. Which hasn't happened in future it happens a lot already well it happens a lot already but like the whole um cancel media was all around that well that's exactly it that's exactly cancel culture sorry not cancel media well that's i think that's exactly what i'm thinking about is like you just pull people up when they were 12 yeah (laughs) or when they were 15 going like oh look he made a post about drugs and it's really funny because you really want this guy running your country see but that's the thing the funny the biggest funny part about this is who you were literally a year ago or like even a few months ago is really does not defy you. No, like it doesn't. Little things that you did, which imagine, is funny. Imagine that that person can be used to slander you now. Isn't that insane? I could definitely be slandered now with the stuff that I've posted. It's insane, man. It's not even that bad, but like... Neither, <laughs> but like, I think that's... I think it's wild. Yeah. It's very interesting that actually... Um, that actually brings me a bit back to what I was talking about. Mm. My day to day. Yes. Without my phone. Oh, so, yeah, because it got lost. Yes. So basically, it began with me trying to find it. Not stressed, but like, I was like, I will do everything I can in my power. If he comes back to me, then cool. If not, that's fine. Whatever. So basically, my day to day was around that, right? Like, I don't yeah. personally don't really care that it's gone that much. It's obviously mm. a loss of money more than anything. It, there's not much value on that phone anyway, yeah. apart from the camera, for me at least. Um, but it was expensive, and that's the only thing that I guess was a loss, right? Yeah. I could have sold it and bought as <laughs> not as good phone. Anyway, besides the point, I went, um, ended up going to the Westfield to like obviously get a new chip for my um, the old the other phone that I'm going to use and with that it was very interesting not having the phone and like actually being able to (laughs) live an unconnected life for a little bit where like I don't know you just I think it is nice to just not have to reach for it but there's so much more to it you look two people you actually pay attention to your surroundings a lot more like even you you set a watch right before like get a watch and that's it and uh, although i agree with it yeah exactly Uh, although i agree with it because you um, we live in a world where you have to be at places at certain times yeah today i didn't have to be anywhere at any time so it was good to not even have a watch i was just like walking around and my entire existence was my surroundings I felt a lot more in the present than I have in like forever for the only sake that I didn't have something that I could like keep looking at. So my brain had to look at my surroundings. You didn't have a point of reference. No. For anything. No. Other than just like this moment that's happening. Correct. And that's why when I went to um, the Optus store and these two people walked in, I was sitting down playing with the little card <laughs> on the table and I just, 
I heard they speak and I'm like, yo, so you also lost your phone and like began a conversation and like that, that generated like just a nice moment. And then walk out of Optus, um, actually even before walking out, out of Optus, just talking to the person that was serving me instead of being on my phone, which I would be yeah. right. I think that's interesting. I, yeah. I, like, I think it's a great thing that like you chose to speak to these people and have a conversation with them. I'm just kind of thinking of the social, what does it say about society that instead of choosing to entertain ourselves by having conversations with other people, strangers, just like have a good chat, connect, and then like just go about life, we choose instead to entertain ourselves by just like endless scrolling while sitting down. I mean, that is what most of us do, right? And it's, it's funny because the way I look at it is um, we're just hooked in these little machines. But like, to be fair, not everyone is like me. Not everyone would have conversations even if they didn't have their phone, you know? They no. would just choose to like read a book rather or something like that. But it's still a lot more beneficial. It was to me at least um, to not have my phone and... <laughs> just enjoy my surroundings and like see people's can, smile at people and see people smile that. back yeah i haven't had i haven't gone without my phone for a long time but i went without 4g for like a without data for like a, a week mm. and it was nice i think just even not it's like it's lesser so than what you were saying like you didn't have anything mm. i still had my phone but knowing that i couldn't knowing that it was basically a brick like I don't have games on it or anything hmm. knowing that if I opened up Facebook or Instagram that like nothing was going to load it was so much easier to just leave it in my pocket than if I were to like you know if I don't have messages notifications nothing like there is equally no reason for me to pull it out and just look at it hmm. but knowing that nothing would pop up made it easier for me to leave it in my pocket I don't know it's guess, an interesting one, yeah. I, I like that. I guess that makes my brain a little dumb in that it couldn't just self-regulate and just be like, no. But the fact that it was easier was strange. It's not really a dumb brain. The same, most people do it, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's just what we are hardwired to do at this point. This generation is hardwired to do. Our parents don't do it as much, although some, some would... Um, dad loves calling <laughs> what's like old fashioned do you call? think that's a old fashioned thing I think so right like having a landline and you have to call your oh I unfortunately do believe that landlines are old fashioned my, fa- my, my parents have a landline I have had landlines my whole life and mm-hmm. I like I've definitely been on the other side of this where my friends and whatever have thought that it's that it's uh that it's old fashioned and I'm just like nah like what the hell you don't you don't have one strange I used to have one in Brazil that's all I had really when I was younger I didn't have a phone so it was landline very interesting actually calling friends on the landline and being like are you coming over (laughs) and then some people could text on their landlines really yeah I don't know but some people had like some of the bougie people had like foxtel and stuff the bougie landline (laughs) yeah they had the landlines that you could text on you could 
send and receive texts, except Alice couldn't send them, so you can only receive a text. And you'd be like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks for the flex. That's friend. interesting. <laughs> I have, I never saw never that. Never heard of it? No, that one I didn't see. I, well, I fully believe it. It's just, I didn't see it. That's really, oh. <laughs> that's really cool, actually. Do you want to have the conversation, just talking about people and their phones, about, like, to a degree, we're already cyborgs, right? Mm-hmm. With the way that we rely on our phones. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to be picky with the word cyborg, yes. <laughs> uh, you can, I guess, like, our, yeah, like, our intelligence or our day-to-day existence is symbiotic with a electronic device. Yes. Uh, I guess. Definitely. Do we see this improving? Do we see this getting worse? Going backwards? Is this... I don't know. I I don't see it as a hindrance, but I also see it as a hindrance in a way. There's positives and negatives. Technology is increasing, so we should use it. But just as most people do, um, there's an ext- extremism to it. So, like... I don't know, but some people use it as a tool, you know? It's think, their whole job. I think a lot of people use it as a tool. Or, yeah. like... I guess what you'd be saying is like the introduction of the mobile phone has allowed so many more people to do so many more things. It has also crippled a large number of people who just don't understand how to receive dopamine from anything else. Yeah, but everyone kind of goes through it though. You went through it. I yeah. went through it. It's I guess the difference between someone actually getting out of it experience now I think so yeah you need to realize at some point that it is very meaningless and it doesn't really but then again though people get happy from it so we can talk about fake dopamine or good bad dopamine right well I'm not even talking about that I mean I guess we could well, it's part of the conversation. Why do people do it, right? And it's just a very psychological thing in the sense that you're getting happy. Whether you're laughing you're, yeah. or not, you're getting happier and that's why you stay on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're getting more happiness from this electronic device than real life. Yeah. So the natural idea would be that you're going to find developments in this area it's going to lead to a time where virtual life will just become like who wants to live real life let me just chuck on my vr headset i mean yeah they're already building quite a few like games who are ultra realistic Mm. and you use vr so yeah i'm pretty sure you could create something more beautiful than nature inside a computer but if you really think about it what makes nature beautiful for you you know sometimes it's just a feeling you know it's not really to me yeah and that's that's how i feel about it natural beauty you could say i'm old-fashioned right at this point but <laughs> no well i tend to agree yeah that there's more beauty in the real world than like in nature but than what, than what you could craft in a, but who knows what we can craft hey for all we know this could be crafted like a, this kind of reality yeah what if this is a simulation you know like <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. very equally possible to it not being so yeah I mean could be anything really so 
It's not like we know. <laughs> Deep down, a part of me believes it's a simulation. It just feels a little too... A little too perfect. Yeah. A little too weird to... To not be something that was just like... Like a random code just started running one day. And oh, look at this. It popped all this matter into existence. And oh, look. We added these singularity things that take away matter. Like, what? <laughs> and everything's just formed so so well as like see that's that is a very common way to think about it though but that is mainly because we don't really understand it <laughs> it could be simpler than we actually imagine but it could be harder who knows yeah yeah <laughs> we don't <laughs> no one does <laughs> does that mean my god is just like a little kid in his room <laughs> Could you be. just booted up some code on a computer. That's our could god. Be. You could be the little kid playing it. Oh, watch me go back to my room and just freaking load a new universe on my desktop, dude. Yeah. I mean, um, I think Rick and Morty actually taco that. Sorry, I know you don't like it, but they... I like, I, I like it. I haven't watched it for so long. They taco quite a few cool things, especially like on the older episodes, and that's why I kind of like them more. But the whole... You put a VR headset and you live an entire life. Oh, yeah, that's the Roy, right? Yeah. I like that idea. It's interesting because that is... <laughs> is that what life's going to become? <laughs> or like a Ready Player One? Have you seen that? Yeah. I haven't seen the movie, but I know I know the premise of it. You get it. the concept of it? Yeah. See, I think that's a more realistic future. Yeah. Not, I don't want it to be the future. But I think that's the future that things are leaning towards with cryptocurrencies and I don't know NFTs and whatnot. I think that like that's the type of area that they're supposed to be used in yeah no but that's not all of it you know there's a lot more going on so it's very hard to predict the future at least for us who don't know very much yeah we can like I'd call it more speculating yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because there's so much going on like I know there's a lot happening in the virtual world but there's a lot happening in real life you know like a lot of research going to real life that has nothing to do with virtual and technology just helps those studies happen yeah yeah so so I don't know <laughs> what's some cool research that's going on some cool research anything off the top of your head no know. that was <laughs> very on the spot yeah that was very on the spot um <laughs> I don't know. I actually, yeah, I don't have anything on top of my head. Everything that I, I kind of stopped reading as much news and like since uni's out. Oh, since I started reading books because I've been uh, more yeah. into the books. Yeah. Um, more on the more on the philosophy than yeah the technology. Because I mean, I'll go back to uni. That's what I'm going to talk about anyway. So yeah, why why only do that? You know. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, I do still read every now and then because I still find base very interesting so but yeah. yeah i do i do wonder what's gonna happen in the future if we will ever actually conquer another world um strange hey yeah very interesting yeah very strange i hope to see life on another planet no crazy. i would love to i don't think oh see i don't know i can't just say those things like that well, you can say what you think. Well, I was going to say, yeah, but I don't think it, you know. Um, I was going to say, I think we wouldn't see it in our lifetimes. And then when I really think about it, it's like, we could. <laughs> Technology yeah. is like in such a 
exponential line that is wild. Um, yeah, I guess we have to develop like pretty high level space travel first. Yeah, but we there's so much. Well, there you go. There's a lot of research on it. There's yeah. like iron thrusters. There's nuclear thrusters that they're working on. This is this is something else I was seeing today. Was even if we developed epic level space travel mm. we were able to photograph this stuff right like a city on another planet or you know mm-hmm. go off a bit of photo of an alien like right to, there wouldn't be just like a percentage of the population that think it's fake and that we would just not trust the source that it came from like how you know like even if we did find evidence would we address it as evidence or like you know, would you, is it beneficial to even tell people? Would it just create out like, disaster? And I don't know. Um, <laughs> in um, I have I have heard people talk about this, um, like professionals in the area about like finding an alien, um, an alien city or something like that, right? Mm. And they were speculating about how that would intel the population. So like how would the population actually react to it? And it's um, it was really interesting. And in a research point of view as well, it's sort of like if we find life in another planet, it will really change how we understand life because as we understand it now is life only happens in these sort of um these things have to happen so life happens these conditions correct yeah yeah. where it could really well just not be the case you mentioned this how we're looking at different planets trying to decide which one most likely has life on it yeah so how we do that is by looking at the chemicals in the atmosphere of the planet Mm. and we're like oh so i forget the chemical now but they're like oh so creatures in planets with creatures we only know one which is earth (laughs) it's like that these are the common chemicals so our base knowledge pretty small right on that sense the common particles or the common (laughs) like yeah the gases it's um i forget what gas it is that we know (laughs) yeah and and it was interesting because in one of the podcasts we were talking about the the satellite that went to Europa and the um, and the moons around oh, yes. Saturn, I think. Jupiter. Jupiter, Jupiter. yeah. Um, and how we just discovered that our measurements from down here not accurate. <laughs> our measurements of what, like of the atmosphere, oh, what is made yeah. out of? Yeah. So because they sent the satellite there. Oh wow! So we tested out. We we tested out like or we examined from Earth. Like what was in the atmosphere. Yep, and it just turns out that we don't. Yeah, yeah, we were. It's like, oh, there's a lot more of this than we imagine, huh? (laughs) That's crazy. Which is interesting. So it really shows that we don't know much, even though there is all these technologies. We're only just learning a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What was that stuff that you mentioned ages ago? It's about the um, levels of civilization. Oh yeah, I really enjoy that one. Um, I can't remember the name of the scale, but it's a, it's a f- zero to five, 
yeah scale on like level of, of advanced species or yeah do do look at it there's there's a bunch of them but try to look at the one that i'm talking about <laughs> if you can so i don't yeah anyway um it basically Four levels of, of civilization yeah whereas can i can I have a look sorry the kardashev scale oh maybe it is this one it's not five um because this stuff looks this stuff sounds interesting as. yeah and it is interesting because we're just speculating it we don't know <laughs> yeah we don't have any idea yeah no um well I'll, I'll go through this then um it's funny how primitive we still are as a species yeah so in this one it would say <laughs> in these scales we're not even one <laughs> which awesome. is funny awesome. Awesome. yeah so we're just some primitive monkey well even for the person who created it yes we we're not very yeah, it, it, it may be this one. So it's... um. We're just a civilization, bro. Oh, here you go. So five types. Yeah, that's the one that I, I just opened, the one that you gave me. Yeah. Um, the first one is, can use, store all energy available on its planet, and it's called planetary civilization, which Civil. is what we are, but we're not fully yet there yet, not, right? Not even us. Yeah. A type two civilization is, can use and store all energy at the scale of its planetary system. So basically yeah, the entire so, yeah, so our galaxy, I guess. Or maybe uh, the our solar system. Our solar system. So it'd be harnessing the, oh yeah, solar system. Harnessing the sun or the and then third is the galaxy. There you go. Yeah. Can control energy at the scale of its entire host galaxy. And this is called a galactical civilization. And then you have civilization four, can harness energy at the scale of its universe. And five can harness the energy within its universe and other universes. <laughs> yeah, okay, I see how someone did just make this and they're just like, yeah, make the energy from your planet. <laughs> and then stage two, oh, what's bigger than a planet? Uh, solar system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> they, he does jump quite a bit, home. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's increasing. But it makes sense. Size. I mean, it's, it does seem like the natural progression that the stages would go in. Mm -hmm. Now, I do love this because I believe it was either Civilization Type 4 or 5, right? And this, this is a purely speculation, right? But yeah. there is a point in the galaxy where there is just darkness. And if there was to be a civilization of that type that is what we would see from our perspective because if they are able to harness all the energy from the galaxy or the quote-unquote universe we wouldn't be able to see it so that's why it's we wouldn't be able to see it i guess it's yeah still speculation We're gonna yeah speculation skim over the fact that it's speculation from here on that's but a like, theory right but like because we because they used it all yeah so they use it and therefore you can't see it is basically the idea but I don't actually know how that works very well. <laughs> what if it was the other way around? What if there was like just a massive energy spike? You just see a lot of light. Don't know. Something. Yeah. Not light, maybe just like, I don't know. Well, that's why it's just a theory, I guess. But I don't know how they would. Yeah, because I would imagine it would be like Earth, right? You, we, em we emanate light. We create energy hmm. to create more light so i don't know it's an interesting one i just heard that somewhere yeah. thought it was interesting it was from an actual person who studies it so i was like yeah i'll quote that <laughs> no it sounds cool i like the fact that the 
you know, you can, his theories to the level of civilizations is pretty nuts. Yeah, yeah. I love the... Ooh, am I about to say the wrong name? Yeah, probably. Probably. Oh, can I have your phone real quick? Nah, yeah, no, I'm not going to... Oh, where's your phone? Yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> Inactive for 13 hours. <laughs> no, there's a few paradoxes that I really enjoy. And I'm thinking Fermi paradox. Fermi paradox. But, um... What is um, it's it's about aliens basically, right? Is the idea of like why can't see why can't we see aliens? And Fermi paradox is one of them. So there's like quite a few paradoxes on that sense. And ah, uh, see, I think is this one. I'm not gonna read it because I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say first of all, don't quote me on this. But I know there is a paradox. There is a paradox that basically how it goes is. Why can't we see civilizations, right? And it's like, yeah. we're either the first, <laughs> and that would mean we wouldn't be able to see other civilizations, or every civilization comes to a point where they can't grow anymore. So it's a it's a universal blockage they call. It's a right. it's a wall. Like a hurdle. Yeah. So it's it's just a it's a challenge that every civilization would go through, and they can't go through it. Um, and it's a very interesting one. I forget. I, I, see, I don't think that's the Fermi paradox, but that's okay. An interesting, an interesting point of conversation, regardless. Yeah. Like, do you reckon we're at that hurdle? Do you reckon we're like, cause have we passed it? Because I, I guess life now on Earth is the most peaceful it's ever been. Yeah. Have, have we overcome the hurdle? I don't know. That's the thing. Are there like we? So well, we'll see that that's the thing. The paradox, the, the idea, of the paradox is that we don't know. <laughs> is well, is we will never know. Yeah, I guess it's a nice paradox in that we have to. <laughs> it is. I mean, that's why it's paradox. <laughs> permanently overcoming a bunch of different challenges, jumping over a bunch of different hurdles for our civilization to keep moving forward. I reckon there's more than just one war if you really think about it. Well, yeah, that's I think a, there's multiple. But hundred percent, it. Yeah. Like, what if we find another planet that is inhabitable? We're going to have to figure out how to use those minerals or like, you know, just go even simpler. What are those minerals? Mm-hmm. Let alone how do we mine them or how do we find the minerals in the ground? Are there even minerals in the ground? <laughs> right? I mean, there always are. That's that's what it's built on. That's what the universe is built on. Yeah. And it's interesting. And we have to find how to find them, uh-huh. how to use them. I do find that idea that, interesting. Like, like that is a hurdle on top of the hurdles that we currently have. And I reckon the hurdles that we've had to overcome. I reckon so. New human growth is probably full of those walls. Really, if you think about it, we've been at war for all the time. We've been here <laughs> as a civilization. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Like now's the most peaceful it's been. Right? Yeah, pretty sure we survived. A, um. The the Earth cooling, what's it called? Um, ice Age. Pretty sure we survived an Ice Age. So, well we done. We survived an Ice Age? Well done, humans. Yeah, there was a part time of the Earth like that... The, like the Neanderthal fellows? I think I think it was closer, actually. Yeah. It was, um, it was when the mammoths actually went extinct, is the idea. Because we used to hunt them. <laughs> and we basically hunt them to complete... <laughs> 
Oh, we killed all the mammoths. We, yeah, but there was a part that it was re- that was a time that was really cold, and we survived. It was pretty cool. Yeah, look, I was gonna say, you know, like, I want to say, oh, sad, but like, I don't want a mammoth walking in. It's just it's my house, you know. It's like so, elephants, really. Maybe a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Elephants are sad. It's not even the fact that people kill them for the meat or for you know anything of actual value from the mm. other, other than the tusks. Yeah. Which are just status pieces. Okay, it's illegal now, right? Yeah, but I don't think people really care about that, unfortunately. What if we did the same to all the mammoths, bro? What if they just had like uber sick tusks? <laughs> well, we we did status, wear it. Status symbols for the <laughs> for the cavemen. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure it was, man, it because made, like super good spears or something with them. Clothing. Yeah, for the wool and or not the wool but skin and whatnot. Yeah. Dude, amazing animal. If it wasn't for mammoths, we probably wouldn't be here. Bro, you get so much meat out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Months of meat, bro. bro you and the fellas just taking <laughs> mammoth, man. Come back to camp, like yo. <laughs> Very dangerous animal as well. Look so. What I got. <laughs> How would you even carry it? Would you have to move the entire village towards where the mammoth was? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> How would you kill the damn thing, bro? They're hard to kill, apparently. <laughs> Don't know. Haven't seen it, but... <laughs> bro, imagine me and you just trying to take out an elephant, though, with, like, spears and a dagger or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's nuts. The bowls were the sickest invention, I reckon, for that, for that sort of stuff still would be terrifyingly difficult to kill a mammoth though with any tool <laughs> dude i um that's that's insane i don't think I, a gun would do the job no <laughs> i not with not like at least multiple shots yeah you need like a a strong rifle <laughs> i reckon man like and good at aim as well yeah well like maybe it does kill it but it's not gonna kill it like Oh, if you went with a like, pistol, it wouldn't like, kill it, like you know? Quickly. It genuinely wouldn't even go through the, the animal's body, because it's a tough body. Yeah, they've got tough skin, right? Yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Insane what our ancestors freaking went through. Went through, yeah. To get us here, man. It is pretty crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, we, we take that for granted. We take that for granted. I don't... We do, bro. Oh, that's... Yeah, I, I'm just... That's crazy. That's man. why I love history, man. And I don't understand why people don't love history because it's so amazing what happened. <laughs> yeah. Are you a big, uh, was it modern or ancient history? What are we talking? Because I think I like that type of history where we're just talking about the Neanderthals and the. I like both. Very, very early stages of monkey evolution. I just, I just like history in general dude it's so sick traditionally broken down into like modern and yeah but they're both good to learn even like if we can talk about first second world war i still would love to talk about that yeah like recent let's say even like more recent stuff like french revolution sick american revolution sick right i feel so small freaking 
small brain <laughs> I do not know any of this sorry I'm sorry <laughs> no I look man feel, feel free to feel free to talk about it and teach okay i mean there's i'm not like a huge brain on it either i just like loved my little facts on it because it's sick i'm a a freaking zero brain on it (laughs) no don't say that (laughs) we talk enough about it what do you want me to say i'm a 0.01 brain no no. like i know that it happened in france based on the name yes that's true well french revolution was when napoleon came around in fact though france went through a bunch of revolutions it wasn't the only one but that the one that I'm talking about is the most known. Yeah. Napoleon came along and he became like <laughs> hella emperor. <laughs> and he like took over a few countries. So he, so he it was <clears throat> France or France taking up a bunch of other countries? France used to be one of the biggest military powers back, back in the day. And they used to hate England then <laughs> okay. so france and england hated each other for a very long period of time up to like first world war <laughs> okay. yeah. very interesting actually but yeah there's yeah i love history ancient history really sick though egypt oh, i love that Egypt seems insane yeah i i i, I know the place i really really want to travel to just i need to see the pyramids in, in real life yes but yes What's what do you find cool about their history? Well, I, I, I mean, I love their mythology. We did this research, man. And the, like how advanced they were over civilization, but I don't know much of. We don't actually even know how how intelligent they were. That's the fun no, part. But like, based on what they've created mm. and what they've done, then like they have to be pretty advanced. They had these things, right? And I I love speculating about this one. They had these things where. It was just so researchers and like the people who like go through the caves and stuff um, yeah, found yeah. this. It was just a jar with a few elements inside that basically nowadays would just be a very weak battery. <laughs> so like what? it was something that you can just harness energy from basically and like keep it there just by like putting elements in so just like a battery works right but like just jars of it and they found that and it's funny because we have no idea what these people use this for right if they actually knew about the battery thing or like <laughs> so it's it's pretty interesting what? yeah Dude, they must they must have known right Dude, it's really what sick. What do with it? But it, but it the power I don't know. It was really weak. Really, really weak. So it's like... but How long has it been there for? To know. Oh, well... It, my it, first question. The idea is it would create a weak amount of power. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like it would be mixed the same things now. Yeah, it's just, it's just not a... It's not a good battery, but yeah, it could be a cool light who knows what it was used for. Light or something. Imagine if they had lights back then. No, actually, we haven't seen anything like that, but that would be fun to discover. They clearly had a pretty high mathematical knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Egypt's Greece, Greeks, um, probably more places. Actually, I just know about these two mostly. I reckon the Greeks just did a bunch of drugs. Philosophy. <laughs> the Greeks did a lot more than that, man. And you know what? What I reckon is really funny, though. A lot of their creations were all surrounded war. 
<laughs> just like how humans work, really. But <laughs> it is really like, funny. What? Like uh, mirrors. They were used to like. They were originally created light. to shine very bright light into ships. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And burn their sails. <laughs> hey, props to whoever created that. One. <laughs> Pretty sick. Pretty sick. So Scales were created in Greece as well, I think. Oh, was it? Actually, I don't know. It was the guy who yelled Eureka. <laughs> so he like... Wasn't that gold? I feel like that's associated with uh, Eureka. I, I can't remember as well now. Just keep talking about it. It was this guy. He literally discovered density and like weight by laying on a, laying on a bath. And he realized that the water raised <laughs> whenever he laid on the bath. Right, that's something that we think nowadays, and we're like, uh, "This is so, so obvious." Like, like, like displacement. <laughs> well, your weight moves that water a certain amount up, right? Yeah. And volume. Yes, so that's a certain way to measure weight. You can Does measure it. Weight? That's how they did it. <laughs> this man discovered it was weight and um, density, so it's pretty interesting. They, huh. this man discovered a bunch of things. I think. Oh, I can't it can't be Confucius. Confucius sounds very God, dude, Confucius is like Confucius is the philo- the philosopher, yeah, but old, old times. Can I actually let me grab your phone again, sir? So. <laughs> man, man, did you what? I'm missing Life this. Was so good without your phone. Hey, how, how fun was it being in the shopping center without your phone? It was really good. <laughs> I mean, I just don't want to keep spitting facts that I don't know, yeah, you know. Do I have your phone every day? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, if I go Chrome, I don't even know how I would actually research this. That's funny. Um, what are we looking up? The I guy, just want to, yeah. yeah. I think that's the one. <laughs> I think that's the guy. Because I remember this story. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be an easy one to research. See, I, actually, yeah, you're right. But I just remember this story when I was younger and this guy apparently just, he was in the bath and he realized that. And this is just a story, right? So I don't know if that's actually true. But apparently he yeah. just got up his bath and started running <laughs> outside, naked. <laughs> Go for it, bro. So yelling Eureka. So Eureka. It's, it's an interesting one. Eureka. Where like Einstein who like someone had to ha- wait for an apple to fall on them before they knew that That's existed. Isaac Newton. Right. Surely you'd figure out gravity existed before an apple fell on you. Um, see, that's one of those things where it's obvious for us now, (laughs) but like back then, not very obvious. (laughs) Everything else that fell prior to that moment, people were like, huh? Well, see, everyone knew about it. Everyone understood that we are locked into place, right? Yeah, that we go down. Yeah, that that wasn't, what, what he discovered wasn't that things fall. He discovered that like the right things thing. there is a acceleration, and that's where his research started. Oh, is the idea the apple accelerated? Yeah. So he did a bunch of. I get you. Pretty sure he was yeah. one of the guys who did a lot of things with like velocity acceleration. I have. I, it's coming back to me a bit. Which one's your browser? I'm still not <laughs> in it. How are you not in it? Which one is it? I was looking for Chrome. Oh. Search bar. Um, what? guy who what, yelled. What, what, what are you, man? Old fashioned, bro. 
Eureka. Yeah, I haven't had my phone for a day and I just don't know how to use phones. Archimedes, that's it. Supposedly, Archimedes was thrilled and excited with this discovery that he immediately hopped out of the bath and ran into the streets to tell the king, shouting loudly, Eureka, Eureka. Damn, that's sick. To tell the king. Yep. Man ran into a castle, a palace, just butt naked. Yeah, I mean, Greek, man. Greeks, bro. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Didn't know we were, we were just doing it like that. <laughs> man, I find them the Greeks, amazing yeah. people. Just, I Just naked all the time. Well, they were just so chill about everything. A lot of things that we have prejudiced nowadays, they just didn't have then. Damn, have you ever been to a nudist beach? I haven't. I'm just on the topic. I mean, technically we have. On the topic of nudity. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we weren't <laughs> naked at the beach. So like, no, but we, we saw no naked people. Yeah, we were naked. <laughs> true, true. I feel um, like it'd be a fun experience just trying to fill in this time here, but you know. <laughs> I love how it says about the discovery. Um, so this guy, apparently, he was one of the guys who created um, the number pi. He was... Greek, again, Greeks just discovered a bunch of stuff, which is pretty cool. Um just discovered this number that was just infinite. Well, just for the circle, that's why. Yeah, and what does pi mm-hmm. have an nth final decimal? No, it's, it's, it's irrational, so it doesn't... And oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is no, there is no end to it. Um, oh well, I'll research more about it later. But when it's you, good. When you get your phone back, I have a, I have a computer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Can still do researches. Um, no. two hundred and eighty-seven BC. Jesus. Yeah, that's that's a good. That's a while ago, man. 2,500 years ago. Archimedes did a lot of things, though. I can't remember all the things that he did, but really interesting guy. I love, actually. Like, I've just scrolled down a little bit, Mm. and there's a statue of him. Yep. And I was looking at the same as Marcus Aurelius and as Plato. Mm. And I just think it's fascinating that in the time before photographs... It's like all we have to get an idea of what this person looked like is a statue. But have you seen how detailed those statues are though? They have like veins popping out. They have like they're beautiful statues. I need to go see them in in, I need to see one in in like are they life size? Are they bigger than life size? Because if they're life size. I've seen life size ones, but they put on a pedestal sort of thing, so it's still higher than you, but you look that's, up that's to so, them. That's so dog. Yeah. I mean... That, they're greater than us. There were quite a few in Rome. Dude, one thing that I loved about Rome, and that happens in a lot of countries, mm. and I never noticed until I went there. Um, buildings get built in above buildings, right? So in yeah, Rome, when you yeah. go there, if you want to see like the ancient, more ancient part, they're just this dips <laughs> on the streets because you're looking down because Wait, the you just go under the ground level well it's basically yeah they built, like, because everything got built around it and like higher up <laughs> built just everything on like above ground level for what it used to be yeah basically so yeah is this sort of idea which is interesting so like the greek That's stuff crazy. not the greek stuff but like the the very very old stuff mm. 
more lower level and then you go like it, it's very cool actually how he worked that's nice again i really really want to go to italy <laughs> you should i don't know why you hooked in italy specifically i think i'm hooked on it after japan i'm just like bro i want to go to i want for food mm-hmm. and like italy good for food exactly mm. exactly and then on top of that it's got all the sick artists mm-hmm. that like that i love and then it's got some of the cool statues of good thinkers and what about france you've been to france i've been to paris the museum what's that museum called the louvre that would be good I've to been, have a look yeah i can't remember much of what i did when i was there i kind of went with family when mm. i was like 12 i remember yeah. the yeah i just remember massive lines for the eiffel tower Eiffel Tower kind of cool though. So it's just a radio. This is I think it was the first radio tower. Like I think it was made something like that. Oh, Not first. It, was, it but, was made as a gift, wasn't it, or to celebrate something? Good question. I don't know. I know the Christ was made by France. Like the Redento Christ in Brazil was made by France. The Statue of Liberty as well was made. That was a gift. Also a gift. Yeah. I don't know about Eiffel Tower. I said why and Google just was like when why <laughs> yeah it was built to be one of the main attractions at the Par- Paris World's Fair in mm. 1889 but what was it for though it was a radio station wasn't it like oh. a radio tower or was it just used for that during the war because <laughs> I could be mixing those two up <laughs> It's focus was the... Oh, no, nah, it just seems like they just built it to just, like, flex. To be nice, okay. Or they were just, like... Like, they had a thing one year, and they are just like, yo, check out how sick Paris is, guys. That's super and fair. Like, and, like, yo, <laughs> how advanced are we? Advanced enough to build this thing, dude. I see. Check that out. I think that was for the wars, then, that they use it for the radio... As radio, like, towers. Because... I mean, very high, very obvious... <laughs> <laughs> to use it what else would you use it for <laughs> literally it's just there if there's literally no reason to be there <laughs> but from flex that's sick we should make more things just for the flex as countries I think like <laughs> Dubai has it right like, Dubai like, goes really crazy with like them just, like just the, t- the tallest building ever you know what I heard like, though we should, we should just build some stuff like that like what's Australia got a big rock we didn't build that we should build something that's cool <laughs> Australia has some cool stuff the <laughs> opera opera house is really nice yeah melbourne is like a tourist attraction because an old it's an old city i guess as well yeah i guess we have all you know we have all the stuff that you know you don't have to build like the great barrier reef thing yeah we have I natural know, things, things that i can't really remember the seven apostles whatever what do you think is most beautiful though in australia no just as in like nature or urban like the most beautiful thing in nature no as in sorry I'll, I'll phrase that one better do you prefer the beauty of cities or do you prefer the beauty of nature wow my answer is going to be really dull okay but is the creation of cities not a beautiful part of nature yes but I'm saying do you prefer things man-made right, or man-made. not man-made <laughs> Yes, I'm not. I'm not asking the philosophical um. question. <laughs> I do like. I do like that point of view. And yes, I agree. That is the nature of man. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, like, and in I a think, very. And I think that's pretty beautiful. In a very shallow sense. No, I get you. I get you. Um, 
I don't know. I guess I haven't taken as much time to appreciate the smaller parts of nature. Okay. Than I would like to upon... I think I marvel a lot more at what humans have done. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is beautiful. Than what, like, nature's done. Mm-hmm. But I think that's more just my natural lack of exposure to to natural creations. I think the Fibonacci sequence is a pretty insane thing to just be reoccurring in nature. Yeah, I, I don't know if that really answers what you're saying. I mean, kind of. Do you prefer looking but, at the sunset or just like at a building that looks really nice is the idea. And your answer could be both, but <laughs> it's just it's just a question, I guess. What do I feel? I feel like some sort of I'm a bad person if I say if I say I don't like nature. Not that I don't, not that I don't, but it feels mm-hmm. like, you know, I come on here and I say, "Yeah, nah, I prefer human stuff." That is going to be like no, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. Um, I agree with the fact that what we built is I pretty beautiful. That, I, no, I, th- I think nature is beautiful. Yeah. I, I think I think there's nothing like I like. Of course, humans can't create anything as complex and as beautiful as, as nature. So it's like, I think obviously going to be nature. I think upon answering this and pondering this question, I'm probably going to take more time to observe mm. and appreciate the things in nature. Because I don't really feel like I have to the point where I can answer this question. That's fair. That's well. that's interesting. I guess I was born, not born. <laughs> I lived I mean, in a very. You were born. I lived. I lived in a very small town in Brazil, so I was constantly in nature, and Mum was a big appreciator of it. So yeah, so it was nice. It's just obviously nature. Not obviously. I I do pond. I I can ponder on the question quite a bit, like yourself. On the sense that humans have made some beautiful stuff, right? We're, well, we're really good at doing some stuff. Right, like some of our creations are insane, bro. We spent, we sent, well, we sent a rocket <laughs> to a moon. Yep, the wall that of China is pretty insane. Like, the wall, I, wall of China is beautiful. You can see it from space. No, you can't. You can't? No, it's a myth. What? You can look that one up on your... Oh, that is disappointing. On your phone. Yeah, you can't You can't see the... I heard you can see the stretch. The stretch? Yeah. So what's the stretch? From space... What What, what do we define from space, though? Cause, from space. Because you can be, like, in space on the space yeah. station, like, not too high up. I'm saying outside. And then, like, moon. Well, I don't know. Look, I'll just Google it. And we'll okay. find out. Yes, please. <laughs> can you see... This is a weird the Berea Reef can be seen from space. Can it? I think that's... Oh, well, there you go. Can only be seen under perfect conditions. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, well, I guess. What about Berea Reef? I think that's like the natural thing that can be seen from space. I don't know. You can look it up. I, I will. I don't know what the Berea Reef is. Barrier Reef. Oh, the Great Barrier Reef. I mean, like, it's just a part of the ocean, right? <laughs> yeah, that is a very... <laughs> That well, is a way to put it. <laughs> what do you... Hey, you can see my house from space, bro. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you can. When, when you look at Earth from space, you can see my house. It is included in what you were looking at. Yeah. Looking at yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I will indulge in that conversation any longer. <laughs> <laughs> I see we... we look we, at the images. Look at the images, though. I don't know how to use your phone. How do I go back? Oh, man. It's not even going up and down. Bro. Oh, there we go. It was bugged. It's, look, it's not the newest of phones, okay? 
and it's also an Android, so impossible to use for people who aren't used to your specific phone. But actually, maybe maybe that's what we'll do. We'll post a photo of it on our Instagram at the DNE Podcast. Fingers crossed, it's not taken because we haven't <laughs> haven't made it yet. But we'll put up a photo of Earth to try and debunk the idea that you can see the great wall okay there we go see this is why i reckon is interesting that's why i said it right mm. the great <clears throat> the great barrier reef oh, can be yeah. seen from he, outer space and him. is the world's biggest single structure made by living organisms this reef structure is composed and built by billions of tiny organisms organisms known as coral polyps <laughs> and it supports a wide diversity of life and was selected as the World Heritage Site in 1981. So yeah, it is just a thing on the ocean, but it is beautiful. Yeah. Well, I guess when you, when you're saying can you see it from <clears> space, <throat> I'm like, is there discoloration in the water? Is that why you can see it? Yeah, that's the is, idea. Is is where my remark <laughs> came from because it's like, oh well, yeah, you'd be able to see it because it's just like. <laughs> Yeah, no. It's just water, bro. People don't throw that you can see out of space just as a... Just <laughs> well, as a... Well, yes, my I, house uh, is included. <laughs> it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a silly one. Yeah, I, was just, I, <laughs> I was saying it more to mock the idea that like, yeah, you can see it from space. Cool. But it actually is a whole like <clears throat> brighter color. Dude, it's amazing. The the barrier reef is one of the most amazing things. It generates like hella um, oxygen as well. Yeah. Apparently, well, corals. Because the coral breeds. Yeah, they're just like tiny. Oh yeah. Vegetation. Yeah, yeah <clears throat> you can't really see the Great Wall of China from space. No. Okay. Well, there you go. Like, don't get me wrong satellites in space can take a cropped in image of, <laughs> of it and you can kind of like be like look it starts here and like it follows across but if you just look at a photo of the earth then like yeah you no. can't yeah no. that's fair that's super fair that's interesting i wonder why it's so such a widely said myth because i, know, I heard right? it since i'm like tiny since boy primary school since mm. since young no i remember i remember being equally as baffled when they were when someone was like nah you can't and then showed me and i'm like huh i was lied to this whole time <laughs> i mean again i'm not too i'm not too sad about being <laughs> <laughs> gonna go to bed and cry <laughs> I, I would just overthink oh. about this oh, i was wrong <laughs> me just quoting a bunch of stuff that definitely wrong <laughs> you three history teachers lied to me how could she? I know, dude. I think it was in geography that I learned that. It was that made to the rabbits out, right? <laughs> Maybe. I actually don't know if that one's true or not. I remember <laughs> that being another... I don't know if it was part of an advertisement or something. Goofy. <laughs> the child was made to keep the rabbits out. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds funny. It has it, to be fake. <laughs> it was, yes. <laughs> it is fake. It was made to keep the Mongolians out. But the Mongolians just walked around the wall. They were like, oh, you can't build a wall in the water. <laughs> we just go around the wall like smart little cookies. That's what, that's what, that's what the uh, South America would have done if Trump made the wall. Hey? Just be like, fast, just go around it. I saw this funny video really long time ago. I think it was even before Trump got elected. So that was a very long time ago. 
um, this guy being like, yeah, so he wants to build a wall. Most illegal immigrants come to the United States by planes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it wouldn't make much yeah, of a difference. Group, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, my boat, like, yeah. And there is technically already a wall, like, it's not. Yeah, like, there's already a barrier there, bro, like, just, just increase security, dude. Come on. Yeah, I think it's mainly for, like, drugs passing Smuggling. the border. Yeah. But drug dealers do some crazy stuff too, smuggle, right, so. It's like, what's a, what's a wall going to stop the smuggling, dude? It won't. They... It's still going to go in the car. Your border security is going to be the same. No, there was this one. I love that one. These guys were... These narco-traffickers were just... Yeah. Loading up cannons. <laughs> like, small cannons. Huh? Small cannons and shooting the load across the border. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Bro. Too good, man. Imagine just, like, one of those huge catapults. Like, the, what were they called? Trebuchets or something? Yeah. <laughs> just launching Just launching, coke. like, <laughs> Tons of coke. <laughs> no, there was this one I really enjoyed. So, Pablo Escobar, I'm so sorry that happened to Colombia, but like, my God, he chose so many ways to smuggle stuff in. So, he had the, obviously, the Mexican border with the United States. Yeah. That's chill. That's the easy one, right? <coughs> he became so good at smuggling that he just started putting coke in everything dude so like inside of boats like the structure of the boats he put on coca he put in coca coca cola <laughs> i mean coke was in coke yeah no but he did it as well to transport it so he like had oh like Little canisters of it inside the bottles or something. Yeah, no, not canisters. So they would dial. So okay, this is pretty crazy. Okay, yeah. narco traffickers make a lot of money, which means they can actually hire very smart people to do research for them. Yeah. So get some R and D on there. Basically, one of the researchers did like dissolve the coke, coke like <laughs> the cocaine into the Coca Cola. So it's <laughs> it, it's still liquid. So you'd transport it as liquid, you would get to the place and they would take the coke. That's like you'll filter it out. <coughs> yep. What? It doesn't just dissolve. It was making that much money, man. They could just pull any of that stuff. What the hell? Wild man. Damn. <laughs> I've heard that if you want to traffic drugs through air traffic security, <laughs> I don't know where I'm pulling this knowledge from. Mm-hmm. But apparently what they do is you get your brick of coke. You put a balloon around it, mm-hmm. and then you put like petrol around that, and then a balloon around that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone looked it up. God forbid, test it out for yourself. I mean, that makes sense, but how would you even pass a regalas? Because the liquid would get caught just like, through airports. Just like the thin coating of petrol around the first balloon. I think so. They they don't allow even deodorant to come in, but deodorant is bigger. No, there's like a milliliter. Yeah, you can take this tiny ones, you're right. Yeah, you can take like 70 mil or something. Yeah. I don't know why they're so terrified of it. Of liquids? Yeah, I don't know, actually. Still on the way budget. Yeah, so when you're on fuel, bro. (laughs) 
<laughs> they want less liquid to yeah. save petrol. Yeah, but you bring too many li- too much liquid on the plane. Um, looks like we didn't put enough fuel in the plane, and we're gonna crash. <laughs> it seems like yeah. that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's why, guys. If you <laughs> do, there is this um. Better not bring a water bottle. God forbid, bro. God forbid. <laughs> I love this one video. It's very old video, but I think there was this. Some place in Asia, right? They just found like a lot of drugs, like opioids, weed, and all that stuff. And the authorities, yeah, like they just they shut down like a whole smuggling ring, right? So basically, what the authorities thought was a good idea to do was burn all of it. (laughs) And there is this really, really funny video of this reporter (laughs) doing the news and breathing all of that in <laughs> and he starts giggling he's like <laughs> i've seen stuff like this of like big weed burners really funny. And, and all these locals like going over to like stand around the big burning dude apparently the whole city uh, like to the side <laughs> became very happy for a day <laughs> <laughs> hey man does that mean they did a good thing maybe maybe they knew Maybe they knew that was going to happen. Because, I mean, kind of obvious, isn't it? Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. I think there's some really sad stuff. I'll have to... I will have to look this up. Or something to... I think there's a doco somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, must have, I, I must have pulled this from something. Okay. And it was... Like, in Africa, it was a real crack e- epidemic. And because they live in such a low socioeconomic <coughs> area... They can't get anywhere near as much enjoyment out of anything else, and they cannot go anywhere else. Like, <laughs> like they just live in huts, you know, mm. like, like just a little village. But like, they trade for crack. That's interesting. There is um. Like, yeah, no, apparently, like it's really sad, but like, damn, it's crazy the impact. Yeah. No, there's this. Outside of our society. There is this road in brazil mm-hmm. in sao paulo mm-hmm. called renamed right by the population as crackland <laughs> drug road to crackland crackland because I wanna get crackland. same thing man people right. would like lose the entire life savings because of the drug right because obviously they yeah. would <clears throat> they would um people who were rich at some point right they just lose it all and just find themselves there because it became a community, but no huts, no village, just people on the floor. It was, it's pretty yeah. sad. Uh, see, uh, and you can see, <clears throat> I mean, I can see how someone would go from rich to there. It's like, that'd be depressing. And it's def- just like cope on, keep going crack every day. I, I mean, think I've never so. Done crack. <laughs> don't, I don't think you should. Don't, don't wanna. <laughs> don't think it's a good idea. I don't, I don't plan on it there's <laughs> yeah. a weird silence there but <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it <laughs> no no don't want it <clears throat> meth sounds insane not gonna do it again but <laughs> you know you just learn about these drugs and the impact they have on the brain yeah the endorphin spikes like, very cool dopamine spikes you're, you're like man that looks pretty fucking good <laughs> that sounds like one hell of a time well you really 
That's the thing, right? It really comes to show why people use it. Well, that's the thing, from my understanding, is it's so good that you just don't want to go back to normal life. Like, the amount of dopamine you get, the rush, how insanely good it feels is like, I don't want to experience real life anymore. Nothing in real life can... I don't even think there's enough exercise they can do to get that amount of dopamine in your brain. No, that's that's it. And I think that's why people get hooked on it. There's a cool book uh, by some someone who did he did ice for like I don't know ice is meth. Yeah. He did ice for like five years to see what it was like, and then got off of it and wrote about his experience, his life, like the lifestyle. He did it for five years. I don't know the time span. Can't talk out about out my ass about that one, but he wrote a book about his lifestyle. Like he did it voluntarily. He was a journalist. Mm-hmm. And he wrote about yeah. That's interesting. Have you ever watched, um, oh, here you go, um, documentary about the guy who ate McDonald's for every day? Oh, Super size man. I have seen that. I think I watched, yeah, I, well, I can't remember much of it. But yeah, he, every meal, had hey. Every meal. Very interesting. For how long? can't remember. Yeah. I think it was a year or so, yeah. <laughs> yeah just saying it <laughs> don't have any more to add yeah, very no, bad fair. for you <laughs> yeah no I'm just sitting here I'm just like yeah god damn yeah uh, well done for him to even doing it man god damn uh, yeah that would not be good for your body but he was doing with like the the meals that they suggest basically yeah I remember there, was, there were rules it's like he wasn't allowed to refuse upsizing and yeah and like other stuff like that. So if they were like, "Yeah, you want an extra burger with that?" Yeah. Oh, dude. Do I you want it have to be the extra large? Yeah. You couldn't say no to this stuff. I have problems with McDonald's, man. I always sweat whenever I have it. Like, it's gross. My body hates it. It's obvious. <laughs> uh, I I've gone through phases. Mm. Didn't like Maccas, like Maccas, and now I'm back at not liking it. So. I don't dislike Maccas. Actually, somehow haven't had it that long. But. I can still never get over how insanely good of a company it is. Like you their product, specify the good. <laughs> their product, while being bad, is just incredibly tasty, mm-hmm. incredibly <laughs> perfect. Like there are just moments where you would rather have a Maccas burger over a good burger. Yep. And the fact that they have done that. And it's a good burger, man. I like it. it. Is so good. The fact that they can keep consistency mm. and marketing's good. They're just. I like the idea of it. It, it the the movie about how it came to be is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. See, I've seen something else that was spoke about the origin of it, and it was kind of different. But okay. I can't remember the di- I can't remember the nuances that made it different. I mean, the the whole idea of fast food is what I found interesting. Because Macca's was the first to start the idea of fast food, of like the organized sort of pub. Yeah, yeah. Like and have a, like a, <clears throat> like a very quick conveyor system. Yeah. And I don't know about America. This is something I noticed in America. When I went, fast food over there, it's freaking fast. Man. It is fast. Here, ain't nothing. In Australia, ain't nothing. Over there, you go to Taco Bell. I don't know, ordering food is on the counter by the time I finished. Paying for or, it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that too. I do wonder how, why and how it was that fast. I think, I think they just make it while you're ordering. 
Yeah, but still should take a little longer, right? Do you reckon there's just a lot of pre-cooked stuff? Yeah, 100%. And then they just like heat it up. That's it, that's it. Done. And they just see Big Mac come up on the screen as you're ordering it. And as you're ordering it, they're just like piecing together the Big Mac. Mm. And then Big Mac's there. And then they're like, oh, and fries and some other stuff. And then they go get fries and they drink. And then while well, you're just tapping the card, they're like, wow, here it is, bro. There is this Macca's in America now. Um, it's sort of fully robotic. Yeah? Yeah, is the first, um, apparently. <laughs> Interesting. It's just like fully automated. It's crazy. There was stuff like that. There was, we went to one like that in Japan. Oh yeah. It wasn't fully automated. There were people, but my experience at this restaurant was humanless. Okay. You would order on a, on a little tablet, click the ramen you want, whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. And then a, a robot would come, like a plate, and would come up to your table. And deliver you the food you take there's it one off. here man there's a dumpling yeah, place yeah. like that really yeah we have to go yeah i've been twice now i'll take you there it was fun i'll tell you it's a little weird though mm. when you're standing up and you're like walking to get a, go get a drink and then just all of a sudden this robot like turns the corner and just like looks at you and <laughs> starts going towards you and you're like bro there ain't no there ain't room <laughs> on, on either side of this robot like where do i go they have really it good. Ain't, it ain't gonna stop for you. They have collision avoidance, so they do. Yeah, but it's just staunch as hell, man. <laughs> it's like it ain't gonna move for you. No, you it will stop. It will be like, uh, what, what do you want me it. to do, bud? Yeah, but you, you gotta move for it. Yeah, definitely. So, I, I guess there's a while to go before the actual dining experience becomes a bit more refined, but <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Nonetheless, yeah, I'll take to the to the dumpling place. It's it's good. Please, please, please. Mm. Okay, um, we have been talking for almost an hour and a half now, so I think it's a good time to. I think it's a great point to end it. Yeah, I reckon so too. End of the sixth episode. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, we will have the Instagram up before this is published. Okay, that is Eamon's promise. I am not that promised is, well, anything. Uh, you, like, you like, 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 like agree with me on this one. I agree. I'm always in agreement <laughs> with you, but <laughs> it's just the idea of, is it though? We'll see. Okay. Right, we'll see. We'll see. Yes. Right, well, Try to pump it out as soon as possible. We'll catch you in episode seven. I'll give you a little recap on the video. <laughs> the death video. Yeah. Please. Yeah. And hopefully Dan has a mobile device. So. I already have a mobile device, so should be right. Okay, well, have a good one, guys. Alright, see you later. Bye.